0: No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie, bumper tonight.
1: Let's go. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thanks for joining us, Friday Night Edition Daily Boogie Podcast. How the fuck are you? What's been happening? Hope you had a good week. Because tonight we're going to get down and dirty. We're going to get down in the gutter. We're going to get all muddy and icky because we will be exploring the dangerous, the wild, the fascist world of the so-called Freedom Convoy, ladies and gentlemen. 18 wheels of terror rolling down your YouTubes tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Kiss your children. Finalise your funeral and will arrangements. Because the domestic terrorists are coming, apparently. And we want you to be well prepared here on Daily Boogie. Thank you for joining us. Got other stuff to get to as well. Got plenty of stuff around. I do hope you've been well. Because tonight is going to be a scary one, unfortunately. The seedy underbelly of the so-called... Yes, good. (laughs) Sinister Charlie in the chat. Yes, be angry at them. You must be angry at them. Of course. You know why? Because they're science deniers. <laughs> selfish science deniers who know not what they do. Um, just before we get into the show proper tonight, I want to I start this the right way. And I came across this, the great Irrational Times, who did the theme song for this show, Boogie Mumper Tonight, uh, has done a number of other theme songs as well. He put this out a little earlier in the week. Let's have a little look here
2: this one for the truckers that made their way to ottawa this
3: year thanks a lot guys <laughs> looks like you dropped off a load of freedom, freedom.
2: now it's
1: run- you know you know what it is really good at he it's it's the fact that he can play like people can play multiple instruments most people who are who've played music can at least play one instrument and then a little bit of something else, right? You know, like Nirvana, for example. Kurt Cobain was supposed to be the drummer, (laughs) you're right. And it's like, oh, well, we'll end up getting this guy instead. Dave Grohl was the drummer and then he was in Foo Fighters, you know what I mean? so... They can play like kind of one or two instruments. But what he's really good at is he can play any genre, which is very difficult. Because if you're writing songs and stuff, you tend to get trapped in the same kind of style. It's just the way you do things. So he's like, hmm, let's do a truck driving song. <laughs> and Next thing you know, the big kind of rusty guitar riff. The cowbell's in there. Straight away, we're trucking down the highway. Well, at least being parked in central Ottawa, which is obviously the problem here. This is the thing that people are getting upset about, apparently. Well, don't worry. As you know on this show, ladies and gentlemen, we love a good outrage. I'm not so much interested in the protest. I'm more interested in the outrage that the protest accelerates, you see. And now it's gotten to a stage where today I was, you know, flicking around some live streams, you know, the, the heavies are moving in. Ladies and gentlemen, the cops are moving in. Don't worry, we're going to get across it. The sun's just going down on, you know, a terrified Canada as we speak. So thank you for joining us. Anyway, let's get back to the trucking anthem from IT. It's a little boomer trucker anthem. It's fucking nice. This
2: one for the
3: truckers that
4: made it this year.
3: Thanks a lot, guys. Looks like you dropped off a load of freedom. <laughs>
2: The smiling faces of
1: all the people you meet. Dancing with the gas cans. You feel the love that's been. They're happy terrorists, are like spreading across the country now, everywhere. She's also wearing fur, Doesn't which is you know, problematic.
2: Just get out in
1: the street. <laughs> no, 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 no. Doesn't matter what those
3: politicians do. We still got our freedoms. It's starting with
2: you. Freedom. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: united, Alberta, nice work there timing the mosh pits <laughs> into the song Jones, <laughs> truck you to truck you, Trudeau. <laughs> say, you, go. truck you
2: Trudeau.
1: <laughs> this is very you know what though this is very unfair isn't it i mean clearly you know, we have to stress, here on Team YouTube, we don't endorse such behaviour. We don't endorse trucker anthems that paint, portray Justin Trudeau, you know, one of the greatest leaders in modern history, as some sort of clown that doesn't know what he's doing. We would never be in favour of that sort of nonsense. Here on Team YouTube. It doesn't matter
2: because you will even show. Come now, we're coming down the road. Call an patriotic low That freedom's running through the streets
3: on the smiling faces of everyone I meet but You can feel all
1: the love I mean is anyone else really upset by these images Come on The fact that Irrational Times would try to put, like, a whimsical spin on what is clearly a gathering of the world's most dangerous um, alleged terrorists. These are horrifying images. Some people haven't been able to get to sleep for a couple of days. Are you aware of this? Because of all the honking. Day and night. Honk. Honk honk houstant honking the honking will continue until freedom improves when we air
2: spreading
1: across country spreading everywhere you can feel all the loving the- Gizbell in the chat I saw's <laughs> I saw some praying <laughs> Oh, woe is me. (laughs) They're also religious fundamentalists. (laughs) Look, we're checking all the boxes for dangerous domestic terrorists here. One, they're white. Two, they use use extremist buzzwords like freedom. (laughs) And three, they pray constantly to their God. (laughs) These are dangerous religious fundamentalists we're dealing with. Locked in the Middle Ages, anti-science. <laughs> they need to be dealt with. Disco ball on it. It's a nice touch. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, in the Greater Rational Times with the Freedom Trucker Anthem of 2022. So let's get into this. Of course, if you're not aware. Of course, if you're not aware, there's a protest. Actually, you know what? We need to do one more thing before we get into the real stuff here because I just happened to flick on this um, YouTube channel before. I'll put the link in the chat. I just happened to flick on this YouTube channel before and in the moment that I turned it on, I heard Canadian IRL shitposting to the police and I thought, wow, that's a magical... You know, when the universe just aligns in your favor and you just happen to show up right at the right moment... So, have a listen to this. Canadian IRL shitposting to the police during the Ottawa standoff. Let's have a look. Yeah.
2: Is that better? Is that a good one? Yeah, yeah I'm on him. You, no, she's taking she taking this fellow over here, the Oriental guy.
0: You want to switch with me? Take this. Thanks, man.
2: i got a flower for you,
1: guys. Thanks, man. Okay. Okay, listen to this. Listen to this guy.
2: I just want I
5: just
2: know who my favourites are, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: can today if you decide to change. You ready? He's just getting right in there, isn't he? He's getting right under their noses. No, I just want to know. I just want to figure out which ones are on my favourites. <laughs> so he gets right up in there in their face. Oh, No.
2: Ben?
6: You,
1: to Listen like you shit.
5: know what? I'm not the one standing face to face with a bunch of crazy looking dudes in riot here. Are you ready, Ro?
6: I... I was born ready, bro. I was born ready. If you
5: want the humanity to be better,
6: hold
2: you the have to, line, brother. Hold the us. line, brother. <laughs> <laughs>
1: They may have removed Alex Jones off the internet, but they'll never remove Alex Jones from our hearts, will they? Hold the line, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he is nowhere and he is everywhere, is Alex.
3: Uh, the fight uh, with you, if you,
2: you be with us, let's see. We're going to help you.
1: Okay. These
3: guys, are from, these guys are from York, man. They don't speak French.
1: The, the war drums are beating in the background, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know, if you've got a good set of headphones, you can probably pick it up. See if you can listen again. Let me just juice it a bit. Hey, brother, hold us. the line, brother.
2: We're not going uh, to fight oh, no. with you. you, 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 you oh, with no. us. Let's see. We're going to help you.
5: These guys, are from, these guys are from York, man. They don't speak French. Oh, 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 oh,
2: oh. <laughs> these guys are from
1: Quebec. You're getting rowdy he out, he out there.
2: Anglais?
1: Yeah,
5: you're
1: sont Anglais, you're Francais. Anglais, Francais. Désolé, monsieur.
5: Hey, voulez vous
1: de la la Pepsi? Liberté! Liberté! Imhotep. <laughs> Imhotep. I've been greatly misled about what this movement is. I didn't know it was about the resurrection of Imhotep. Where is Brendan Fraser? This is your time. The prophecy has come to pass. Immotep. I'm sure that's what they say. I'm sure that's what they say.
2: <laughs> How far back okay. I've, got to find, I've got to find
1: the bit. Maybe I rewound it too far because it literally just happened as I turned it on. This, he fucking says something to this cop which made me laugh so much.
2: How
7: far back <laughs> We're back. We can't
2: always get what we want, <laughs> <laughs> but if you try sometimes, it's just my fun.
1: Get what you need. You
2: get what oh, you need. He's just checking. You have to ask if you want to want
6: you
2: want to
6: go through. I so think she wants to go. Nope. Nope. Oh. This event as well. It's a black stay.
4: American?
1: Yes, I am. Oh. Bold frame glasses, ladies and gentlemen, and it's an American. What are you doing there? What are you doing in there? Are you are you documenting things, perhaps? Got a little blog out there? Are you writing a novel? <laughs> bold frame glasses. Instantly, the bold frame glasses puts her on the suspicious list. You know, the left version of a fed. <laughs> Bold frame glasses, face paint. Those those are your diving watches and denim shorts on the left. Same identifiers. Uh, it,
2: looks,
1: it looks like I fucked it up and I can't find the spot, which is a shame. Because it won't be this. If I just tell you what he said, it's not going to be anywhere near as funny. Don't
5: hurt him.
1: <laughs> <laughs> One more time, Pat.
2: Oh, no. oh,
5: no. oh, no. Roe is my friend. Don't
2: hurt him. Oh, no. <laughs> but,
0: there you go. Yeah, but, uh, but, yeah, this is it, man. I mean, I wouldn't say it's that pan- I mean, you got to.
1: Uh, I'm just going to have to tell you. So he, unfortunately, sorry, can't fucking find it. So he went up to this cop and he's, he gets his camera right up in there and he goes, I'm just, or I'm just trying to get a look at your eyes like this. And the cops kind of look at him bewildered. He's like, huh? What are you, what are you saying, sir? He's like, yeah, I just want to get a look at your eyes. You've got really pretty eyes like this to him. And the cops just staring at him and he goes, hey, do you want to go on a man date? <laughs> And then the people around him start chanting, no more mandates. (laughs) 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 Canadian IRL shitposting. You got really pretty eyes, eh? Excuse me, sir? Yeah, you wanna go on a mandate? (laughs) No more
2: mandates.
1: (laughs) 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 Oh, fuck. There's something about Canadians. They're very kind of low, I get it, I, it's the Britishness in them, you know. There's like a mixture of the, the British dry humour and the French kind of nihilistic sarcasm. And so it ends up being like, they're pretty chill kind of, you know. It's very dad joke orientated society, I <laughs> think. You wanna go on a man It was, I fucking laughed and laughed. But unfortunately, couldn't fucking find where it is, so don't worry about that. Let's pretend like it never happened. What is the Freedom Convoy, ladies and gentlemen? How dangerous is it? What are the implications around the globe? And are they a bunch of terrorists? These questions and more. We will pose and then portend to ponder. Where do you go when you want to discover the definition of a thing? I know where I go. I go to taxpayer funded media, ladies and gentlemen, in this case, the ABC. Let's have a look at their take on what is happening in Ottawa, Canada.
5: The last month, Canada's capital city has been laid siege
1: Lades, by. Laid siege. <laughs> Here we go. First sentence. <laughs> <laughs> One sentence in and we're already kind of sexing it up, right? The the Barbit, the Huns are laying siege to the town, sir. We're running out of food and water in here. <laughs> They're lobbying their plague-riddled corpses over the walls. Our people are getting sick. What are we- what the hell are we gonna do? They're laying siege to the capital sire <laughs> what?
5: hundreds of trucks as part of a protest against manda-
1: hundreds of trucks
5: vaccines yeah. Ottawa has been paralysed
1: by truck drivers Paral- to a- <laughs> Ottawa has been paralysed by truck drivers
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> paralysed mind you when everyone was forced to stay in their homes clearly that was so much better right Remember, remember when you, remember when you forced people to stay in their own homes and arrested them if they were outside. I mean, talk about paralysing. <laughs> no, no, that was for safety. Don't you get that? Don't you understand what we're doing here? We're protecting people. You fucking peasant out there! I, I'm sorry, my lord. Sorry, sorry.
5: A government requirement to produce digital proof of vaccination okay. when crossing the U.S.-Canada border. Okay. Right. But the Freedom Convoy
4: movement we got has a great now beer evolved convoy. into a rallying point against Prime Minister Justin Trudeau's oh, no, government.
1: No. no! the Freedom Convoy has morphed. Don't you love this fucking talking point that's being flown around? Regardless of whether you like the convoy or dislike the convoy, it's not. Re- it's not even what I'm arguing here. But I love this kind of talking point, this little agenda point that's been flying around. It's like, oh, this freedom convoy has morphed into a protest against Justin Trudeau. And it's like, well, no, he, it pretty much was from the start because he's the one with the rules.
2: <laughs>
1: he's the guy making the announcements, he's the guy okaying the rules. So it has been about him from the start, obviously. Because if it's about, the, if it's about, the specific rules that the government is introducing which has got people out and about in the street then it's obviously about the figurehead of said government is it not <laughs> for some reason these crazy canadian truck drivers are blaming justin trudeau <laughs> you know what i mean that's how paper thin this is it's how silly they are the Freedom Convoy was once about vaccines, but now it's about people who just dislike Justin Trudeau. Back to you, Bob. Yeah, that's, that's right. Look, if they were just protesting the vaccines, they wouldn't even have a problem. But because they dislike Justin Trudeau, that's because it's Russians. Right. <laughs> and the rest writes itself. Let's carry on public health
2: measures glenn mcgregor is a reporter with ctv news in ottawa what do you us, and he got first he says
1: the protests
4: have global implications
1: global implications
6: this began as you said uh, as with an objection to a fairly uh, narrow requirement affecting a small number of truckers right. who had not been vaccinated okay and the overwhelming number of canadian truckers who actually have had both shots yep. uh, somewhere around 90 percent so it's a small mm. group but the government put in place in January a requirement that if they were to cross over the border into the United States and then come back into Canada, they would have to be vaccinated. they previously been exempt uh-huh. from that requirement that had already applied to just normal travelers. Right. And at the same time, the US put in there the same uh, requirement as well. So really? Canada's requirement is kind of mooted by the fact that anybody driving into the United States, driving a big truck, mm-hmm. is gonna have to have a, a proof of vaccination.
1: That's right. What, like, why even care about your own rules? <laughs> Well, you know, this this whole protest is stupid because America already changed her rules, so what's the difference? Let's just do that. Oh, okay. Very patriotic stance you're taking there. <laughs> Why do we even have our own rules? Let's just have America's rules instead.
6: <laughs> but it's really mushroomed into something much larger. Mushrooms It's brought a lot of groups together. Okay. People who are just kind of frustrated with the pandemic. Uh,
1: frustrated, with the pandem- frustrated with the pandemic. Frustrated with the pandemic. Because that's that's a sympathetic term for you, isn't it? No, you, you might be somebody who's like, look, I'm just not sure that criminalising normal behaviour is the way to promote a healthier society. You know? I'm not sure that, you know, make, turning people into criminals... You know, because they try to go to a restaurant or you know walk down the street or something. Don't you think you're going a little too far? Don't you think you're taking a little bit of an advantage of people when you do that sort of thing? No, no, that's not good enough. You've just been now you've just been labelled as what what was the term? Frustrated with the pandemic. (laughs) See how it takes kind of all agency away from you and it just turns you into an enfeebled little puppy laying on its back. You know. Oh, don't mind him. He's just frustrated with the pandemic. He's getting a little bit cranky. Right? Oh, look, he's... A, look, we're all a little bit cranky, okay? Okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I think. Okay, good. I hope you feel better. Right? Is that kind of a vibe? Just to dismiss you. What else have we got? So we got frustrated with the pandemic.
6: Opposed to mandates in any, of any kind.
1: Opposed to mandates of any kind. So we're going to throw those people in. They're the unreasonable ones, right? They're the fundamentalists, the ones you can't talk to. I mean, they're opposed to mandates of any kind. Can you believe that? Isn't that madness? Isn't that crazy what they're doing? Mm. These crazy people
6: including ones that are enforced by our provincial governments Ah. that require you, if you're going to a restaurant, you have to show a vaccine passport on your phone. Uh, Or if you're you're traveling domestically within Canada, you have to have have a vaccine, a proof of vaccination there as well.
1: Uh, Notice how he very cleverly, in an expert way, avoided using the term passport when talking about domestic travel. (laughs) He wanted to. Because he said, look, you've got to show your vaccine passport when you go to the restaurant. And then when you're traveling domestically, you have to show your your proof of vaccination Oh right you wouldn't want to say you wouldn't want to say how you know rational and reasonable and what a non-issue it is if you were talking about you know having to show a passport to travel within your own state or what have you like, you know like show me your papers. <laughs> because if we were to acknowledge that it's a show me your papers situation, well then of course our whole argument collapses in on itself, doesn't it From the top down all the way to the bottom. So we must, so our brains are trained to avoid the obvious contradictions and just make it up. <laughs> make it up as they go along, Bob.
6: And then it's, it's just kind of grown, grown into this big protest against COVID mandates okay. in general, people yep. who don't like uh, masked mandates, mm-hmm. people who don't like lockdowns. Yep. But it's really, it's sort of largely become, though, taken over by this anti-government sentiment.
1: Anti-government sentiment. Uh-uh. You know what anti-government sentiment means? <laughs> Anti-government sentiment usually means you end up on some kind of list. <laughs> no, you're not you're not somebody who's opposed to a policy. No, no. Now you you're displaying anti-government sentiment. Oh dear. Oh dear. There are people who get paid money to investigate people with anti-government sentiment. It's the wording of it itself. It's You've, you're you're either frustrated with the pandemic, or you're like kind of displaying anti-government sentiment. Be careful what you say, right? Just gonna chill people out. Let's just let's just kind of blanket it. Anti-government sentiment. Ooh, now it's getting serious. Right, it's a lot different than people frustrated with the pandemic, isn't it? It's a little less rosy. <laughs> It's a, it's a little more Kavlar.
6: Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is really not popular with these people who are here demonstrating in right. Ottawa, yeah. and they are using this as a, forgive the expression, a vehicle to channel that protest. Some of them are getting really out on the radical fringes. Radical uh, fringes. Essentially calling for the government to resign. Oh, and allow- radical. allow <laughs> them to take control, the protesters, in sort of a, a ruling junta. in. <laughs> <laughs>
1: A hunter, <laughs> a truck driver, <laughs> and you know it's not sourced or anything, right? It's not sourced at all. There's no source mentioned. It's like you know some more radical uh, people on the fringe out there believe that the truckers should take over, take over the the government, and you know in a kind of ruling hunter. <laughs> what a hunter? A hunter is. If I'm not mistaken, it's like the communist when when the communists used to take over a country in like Southeast Asia or what have you, and the junta is kind of like the military, uh, you know, is if it's military or like militia rule, okay, it's like the governing body of the militia state, basically. You know, the commies come in, they they shoot everyone, everyone leaves, and then they take and then the, the military junta, junta takes over and they're now running the ship so yes that's the comparison being made there <laughs> the truck drivers in a kind of winter
6: <laughs> some of them are getting really out on the radical fringes of some of essentially them. calling for the government to resign and allow them to take control the protesters in sort of a a ruling junta in cooperation (laughs) with the canadian senate and our governor general so it's you know it's not going to happen it's a bizarre i mean
1: again like look at look at just sometimes the world is just amazing isn't it look at this so literally as the guy is talking about the protesters apparently scheming to install a military junta The good guys who are defending against the military junta are there and, you know, proudly in armoured personnel carriers. (laughs) If you just arrived yesterday, you would think that the junta is already in charge, would you not? (laughs) Because now they're going in there and kind of busting heads in the protest. Now they're starting to, you know, drag people out of cars and stuff. It's getting real out there. So if you were an alien from another planet, You'd think, well, the hunter already won. What are we discussing here? But no, the the, the media outlets of the hunter <laughs> are, are saying to the audience, no, no, it's the other guys who are the hunter. It's not us. <laughs> yeah, fucking screw that hunter out there. <laughs> We're the real
6: patriots. <laughs> with the Canadian Senate and our Governor General. Yep. So it's, you know, it's not going to happen. It's a bizarre it's claim, happen. but it's, bizarre. Uh, it's being really treated as by some people seeing, seeing this, not just a protest against what was originally a policy affecting not too many people, mm. but now really, in some eyes, uh, an attempted kind of insurrection.
1: Attempted insurrection. An attempted insurrection, ladies and gentlemen. And look at that confident grin. <laughs> Yes, you heard him correctly. The truck drivers who are parked in their vehicles around Ottawa are in fact are in fact an attempted insurrection and they wish to install a military junta and take over the country. <laughs> <laughs> the hawking will continue until freedom improves.
2: <laughs>
1: Isn't that fantastic? And thanks to the magic of the internet, I'm pleased to report that we actually have live footage of the military hunter. <laughs> live footage of the hunter uh, participating in the insurrection. Let's have a look at this. Jump, jump, jump. Disturbing scenes out there on the streets of Ottawa. We in no way endorse that kind of behaviour here on Team YouTube. We don't allow it. Uh, sticking with the theme, this happened not that long ago. I still don't know why they take the horses into the middle of the mob like that. Kind of, you know, you can train a horse really well. Horses are really smart and they can be really well trained, but you know, when you start when they start walking them into that, I'm always like, what are you doing? The poor horse. <laughs> and if one person tries something, next thing you know, it's chaos in there. So, I don't I don't like the horses being marched in. Send in the tanks, I say. (laughs) Clear out those protesters, the rioters, the terrorists. Send in the tanks to destroy the military junta. (laughs) Getting spicy. Getting spicy out there at the Capitol, ladies and gentlemen. In case you didn't know, got this from The Guardian. Canada was warned before protests that violent extremists had infiltrated the convoy. Just to make you aware. Because here on Team YouTube, we believe in the truth. Days before the so-called Freedom Convoy reached Ottawa, starting a weeks-long occupation of Canada's capital and triggering a string of copycat blockades, the federal government was warned that violent extremist groups were deeply involved in the protest movement. Oh, dear. Not again. Surely they're not Russian. Intelligence assessments prepared by Canada's Integrated Terrorism Assessment Centre. And seen by The Guardian, warned in late January that it was likely that extremists were involved and said that the scale of the protest could yet pose, quote, a trigger point and opportunity for potential lone actor attacks to conduct, uh, lone actor, uh, pardon me. Trigger point and opportunity for potential lone actor attackers to conduct a terrorism attack. So we're tilling the soil. We're throwing out the chum. Getting that bone dust in that lake there. Start, let's start getting them biting before we throw our fucking book in. Okay? The assessments offer the real first glimpse into how federal law enforcement and intelligence agencies have assessed the threat of Canada's anti-vaccine and conspiracy theory movement. We knew these people were coming, said a federal government source. Who indicated that the Security Intelligence Service Canada, Canada's main intelligence service, of which ITAC is a part. There's so many overlapping little little bureaus and agencies and departments, isn't there? It's a, ta- a rich tapestry of surveillance and law enforcement. Of which we should feel very safe within.
2: Happy Hanukkah, <laughs> my
4: Winning this pandemic pain tipped $5. <laughs> Thank you, sir. I feel your pain.
1: You feel my pain. Thank you. DLive.tv slash reading TV. I feel your
4: pain.
1: I feel your pain. Slick Willie. I feel
2: your pain.
1: Thank you, Bill. Bill, wasn't he just a, wasn't he just a gem? William Clinton. <laughs> Thank you very much. DLive.tv slash TV. We knew these people were coming, said a federal government source, uh, flagged the... Oh, here we go. Who indicated that the Security Intelligence Service Canada, Canada's main intelligence service, of which ITAC is a part, had flagged the involvement of extremist groups and individuals in official briefings. They're talking about the truckers. They're head honchos of the intelligence agencies. What are we doing about these people? What are, we, are, we, are we keeping an eye on them? Good. <laughs> the intelligence reports also show that clear warnings were sent to Ottawa police ahead of the convoy's arrival in the capital. ITAC reported that supporters of the convoy, quote, have advocated civil war. But, look, hasn't every... Hasn't every fucking protester over the last five years done that, basically? remember Remember the not fucking around coalition? They were marching around with, you know, guns, etc.? Remember? Remember Chaz? <laughs> are we forgetting these things? Of course we are. No, they never existed. Don't be a conspiracy theorist. Stop with your silly conspiracy. Look, there he goes again. He's frustrated with the pandemic. Oh, bless his little heart. ITAC reported that supporters of the convoy have advocated civil war, called for violence against Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and said the protest, quote, should be used as Canada's January 6th. They're very keen to get that out there, aren't they? It's another insurrection. It's a January 6th. It's fucking fantastic. This is a great clip. Uh, so, obviously, I mean, you know, the hunter is trying to take over. Uh, luckily for, our, for us, the real patriots are there to defend... Justin Trudeau and the government, luckily for us. So this is great footage, you know, of one of these would-be insurrectionists being dealt with by the patriots, clearly. Let's have a look. It's It's a girl with a backpack and, you know, the brave police are trying to move her on. And she's being difficult with them. The thing I love most about this clip is like the uplifting music that's playing in the video at the event where this is happening. <laughs> Have a listen.
2: It's
1: like there's like some brave Canada freedom, you know, some shit playing in the background as she's being taken down, beaten down, and dragged out of there. <laughs> Canada, we love you. You give us freedom and snow. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of there, you bitch. Yeah, Happy Hanukkah, my little. <laughs> oh.
4: <laughs> Sinister Charlie pipped $5. Oh, thank you, sir. I will not feel your pain unless you play your sax.
1: Unless I play Good my day. sax. <laughs> thank thank what? What? We're
3: together.
1: On, Sinister Charlie, ladies and gentlemen. Can you hear the, the beautiful freedom song playing in the background while the police is chasing I'm sorry. It's not funny. It's not right. We shouldn't laugh. I'm not in favour of anything going on here, but I, I, I can't stop it. You know what I mean? So it's just there. It is what it is. There's nothing I can do about it.
2: Hey, you don't have to hit him that.
1: Hey, look, you don't have to hit him like that, OK? <laughs> They're so polite, <laughs> even in these moments. Hey, look, excuse me, officer. You don't have to hit him like that, OK? Don't be so mean. please, <laughs> What is this pagan like, you know, stick here that he's carrying? Fantastic stuff. The honking will continue until freedom
8: improves. Well, a court injunction to stop protesters from honking their horns in downtown Ottawa has been extended 60 days.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The city had to ban honking. You had to make it illegal to honk? That'll show them. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> a court injunction has been upheld today. The ban on honking will continue 60 more days. <laughs> the honking ban. The honking will continue until freedom improves. Well, a court injunction
8: to stop protesters from honking their horns in downtown Ottawa <laughs> has been extended 60 oh, days. Good.
1: But the horns... They're still going. Oh, no. What are we going to do? <laughs> it's almost like they're not complying with the mandate. What is going on out there? They can't keep getting away with this. The honking stopped when that... The honking will continue until freedom improves. (laughs) The honking stopped. The honking never stops. And, you know, you're going to have, my dear friend presenting the news in Canada, you're going to have a come-to-Jesus moment. You're going to have a moment on the road to Damascus when you realise that the honking isn't just happening on the streets of Ottawa, my friend. The honking is happening all around us and within you. (laughs) And the honking will never stop. It will only get louder and more concentrated and more intense as we tumble off the cliff of inevitable destruction. The honking will continue until freedom improves.
8: Joking stopped when that injunction was initially granted on February 6th, but it didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Paul Champ is the lawyer who brought the injunction forward. He's also leading a class action lawsuit for affected residents.
1: and He joins us live now from Ottawa. Oh, this guy. <laughs> we may have a bloodsucker on our hands here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> he's, he's, he's Lionel Huts-ed his way into the building. Excuse me, sir. Are you upset about the... I bet he was running Saul Goodman ads. (laughs) Hey, has the honking got you up late at night? Don't worry. Contact me. (laughs) We'll take the air right out of their horns. So a class action lawsuit against the truckers for honking their horns because of the affected residents, ladies and gentlemen. Fantastic.
8: There's a lawyer who brought the injunction forward. He's also leading a class action lawsuit for affected residents. He good joins work. us live now. Good work, Ottawa. everyone. Mr. Champ, it's good to speak with you. Great to speak with you.
1: <laughs> Miami Milf. Um, show, me in the hon- show me in the Constitution where it says you're allowed a horn, Sweaty. <laughs> no one said you've got a right to honk your horn.
8: How do you think this injunction's going? I I mean, there's still a lot of honking happening in the downtown. There's a
1: lot of honking happening out there. (laughs) The honking will continue until freedom improves. Uh, No doubt, uh,
9: David. Uh, I mean, you just got a bit of a taste of it there with that. I
1: mean, he's got a picture of a moose behind him. Are you worried that people won't think you're Canadian enough? (laughs) <laughs> ah, it's a moose. Fuck a moose. A clip. But
9: I mean, it has been better right after our first injunction. There was no honking at all for about three days. Three
1: there was no honking at all for about three days. But yes, there was because the honking never stopped. Even though the honking, you 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 think the honking stopped because the truckers stopped honking the horns in their truck. But that's true. But the honking itself never stopped and it will continue until freedom improves
9: or four days then the truckers seem to start getting a bit more confident and they uh, did it a bit more and they did it a bit more and yeah. now we are seeing it more frequently mm-hmm. um they will there seems like they choose times a few times a day to do it yep. but it's nothing like the first 10 days where it was almost like a, a total and constant uh, sonic assault they were doing it <laughs>
1: A total and constant, ladies and gentlemen, sonic assault. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they got superpowers out there. Sir, Mr. President, what will we do? The truckers are charging up their sonic weapons. (laughs) (laughs) Sir, the citizens are under sonic assault. Get them underground, goddammit. Nobody's going to die from sonic assault on my watch. (laughs) Get those women and children to safety.
9: They were doing it you know, 12 to 14 hours a day almost constantly and and inflicting real serious harm on the Inflicting harm.
8: So you got the 60-day extension, but the judge uh, stopped short of ordering the sheriff of the city of Ottawa to enforce the order. So, you know, uh, I know you've gotten some relief, but what's the point of an injunction if it's not going to be enforced to the letter?
1: Yeah. We need to see more police out there arresting people for honking their horns, yes. And, of course, you understand that when you when the imagery starts coming out, when the videos start coming out, as they are today, which we will get to, when the videos start rolling out of, you know, people being dragged out of their trucks, cuffed, perp-walked, right? When that shit starts to come out, then what do you think is going to happen? <laughs> the honking will continue <laughs> until freedom improves. <laughs> So we're in a, it's in a now it's in a dangerous spiral now because now no one's prepared to give give the other side a trapdoor anymore. It wasn't much of a demand please just the honking will continue until freedom improves It doesn't even have to be really good. It's just got to be better than what it is. <laughs> Can we do that? Not good enough. Now we're rolling in the armored personnel carriers that'll show them that'll straighten them up. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's no question that there's... I mean, that, that'll disprove them, won't it? <laughs> uh,
9: there is a bit of a mystery in Ottawa about why the, the Ottawa police aren't being
1: um, a little... More proactive, perhaps? Maybe they should arrest them before they even walk outside. No, we tried that. <laughs> we, we tried locking everyone in their house for the last two years. Seems that they're not a fan. <laughs> I don't understand. They're safe.
9: They're protected. A little bit more effective with their enforcement, shall we say? more effective. But okay. um, with uh, an injunction order that does give us a lot more powers in the civil litigation, okay. uh, if they're in breach of a contempt order, while, uh, unfortunately, I can't force the police to enforce it, um, we are collecting evidence about...
1: Unfortunately. I mean, unfortunately, I'm not a dictator, a warlord dictator. Unfortunately, I'm not running the junta around here. So I can't, you know, just bark the orders. I'm not a despot, much as I'd like to be. Throw them all in prison. That's what I say.
9: Which trucks are breaching that order, yep. and uh, there will be consequences for them down. Ooh, consequences!
1: There will be consequences. All right, moose fucker.
8: <laughs> okay, on that point, though, you know, yeah. you're, you're collecting information. I'll try and glasses. And who is breaching it, but. Are you kept informed on this about who's been a fined or arrested for violating this injunction?
1: Do you mm. have any sense of how? Aff- give us, give us a list of all the fucking people who've been arrested. <laughs> I want to see, I want to see names. I want to see fucking photographs. Who are these terrorists and what are they doing out there? Well, this man was arrested for drinking a cup of coffee whilst leaning up against his rig. Fucking everybody needs to know. He should be forced to go around to his neighbours when he gets home eventually. Hopefully, after a lengthy prison sentence, and where he should be forced to go home and knock on all the neighbours' doors and say, "Hi, sorry, uh, you know, my name is Jeff, and I'm a domestic terrorist. I was involved in the insurrection of the truckers in Ottawa, and uh, you know, we tried to install a mil- military junta, take over the government.
8: Effective, it's been on the enforcement
1: because you don't want your kids playing with these people, do yeah. you? These are very, very, very dangerous individuals, ladies and gentlemen." can't be trusted. They must not be listened to. In fact, why don't we get them forcibly removed? That would be the best way to deal with it. Don't you think? Sorry?
9: Um, the police have not arrested anyone uh, directly for breaching uh, the uh, injunction order. They right.
1: have- it's a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> the big problem I put it to. Now, do you think, press one in the chat if you think this is possible. Press two in the chat if you think no fucking way. One in the chat. Do you think it's possible that a lawyer might be exaggerating things for the sake of a court case? <laughs> press one in the chat if you think that's possible. Press two in the chat if you think, no, no, there's no way that uh, a lawyer would exaggerate things on television for the sake of a court case. That would never happen. What, where where do you sit? One or two? <laughs> I mean if they're if, <clears throat> if they were indeed honking for like 14 continuous hours straight a day and it was against the law not to perhaps. Maybe it might have been a little easier <laughs> to pick them up, nab them up. Of course, no, there is coordinated honking campaigns now running in downtown Ottawa. You heard it from the man himself. He only tells the truth.
9: They have given tickets because, again, when they're blowing the horns like that, it's also effectively a breach of the bylaw. The difference with the injunction is um, they can go further. They can arrest someone uh, for honking. So there have not been...
2: Nice.
1: Let's start seeing the images. <laughs> Let's start seeing it. Let's start seeing the police dragging people out of the trucks for honking. Imagine getting six months jail for honking. Remember, you will be in the you'll be in the jail cell <clears throat> talking to your celly about how you were jailed for six months for honking your horn, and he'll say, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got I got three months uh, probation for honking. Remember when Facebook banned honk? You couldn't reference honking on Facebook because of the Clown World references, and it was making people upset. So they're like, "Right, we're going to put a we're going to put a dampener on this fucking Clown World meme that's going around." So they started banning references to Clown World and honking. <laughs> the honking will continue until freedom improves. And any arrests yet? Um,
9: but we'll see. Maybe when it comes time, uh, when the police do try to start shutting down the protest if the protesters don't leave on their own, um, this injunction will be a tool for them to arrest people if, if it's needed.
8: Right, so there's another injunction at play here too, right? The city of Ottawa, they were later to the game than you, but they got a similar injunction that also seems to have not effectively stopped it. So beyond this, what are the other tools that can be used to stop the,
9: this honking that you've what described What other tools as have we got at our disposal? Assault.
1: Sonic Assault is one of my favorites.
9: Well, I mean, right now, it's more of a tactical issue for the police. Uh, They do have all the legal tools now. We have the emergency measures regulations now, um, these two uh, injunction orders. So the, the police have the legal tools, whereas early in the protest, You know, there would have been issues for the officers about whether they have reasonable grounds to arrest in certain circumstances. Right. But
1: now there's no such grey area. (laughs) (laughs) Now we can just drag them out of their car. (laughs) Drag them right out of the truck. The way it's supposed to be. Like, for example, one of these. Look at that. Get him out of there. The RV is parked there They're enjoying the the festivities We cannot allow this Time to tow them out Let's get rid of them In you go You're in boys stuff. Wonderful stuff. It all seems relatively polite doesn't it I mean if only we had a way if only there was a, a situation I can't think of one personally maybe you can out there in a the chat you know you guys are a lot smarter than me so maybe you can figure one out but I can't personally think of any other kind of rioting behavior over the last couple of years that we could compare this to You know, it's, I mean just just having a you know, kind of cursory look around the the environment here I don't notice any of the buildings on fire it's strange isn't it I mean if only we had some kind of <clears throat> you know similar situation in the last couple of years that we could compare this to unfortunately obviously we don't So I mean this is obviously the most violent <laughs> protest that's been happening over the last Few years because yeah everything else has been well hunky dory hasn't it nothing comes to mind exactly no, no idea no idea it's a mystery that one <laughs> it's a fucking mystery uh, we saw that oh, here we go so this is nice here's a here's a little bit of enforcement for you ladies and gentlemen a little bit of safety direct from the Canadian government who we love here on the show Let's have a look.
4: the government is issuing an order. With immediate effect, under the Emergencies Act, authorizing Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services where the institution suspects that an account is being used to further the illegal blockades and occupations. (laughs)
1: Oh Goody What about all the safety that's happening here Ladies and gentlemen Don't you feel safe and protected Isn't this wonderful Yes If you are identified in some way As being involved in some way shape or form With the the whole Ottawa situation We'll refer to it as Then yes I'm afraid we will cut you off from your own money In the bank (laughs) Yes you won't be able to access your money In the bank and this is why, you know, this is why cash is still king. It's why I've been definitely on this show. You know, gotta keep—you've got to keep cash alive, even if it's not. Don't take out your whole kind of paycheck or whatever, but you know, take out what you would usually spend in cash and pay in cash, because when cash dies, uh, I've never liked cashless society is coming and it's going to be nightmarish beyond our worst fucking imaginations. Because at any time, if you are deemed, you know, some kind of a problem or some kind of an issue, no trial, no warrant, no, you know, no fair hearing or anything, as a, as a precautionary measure, you know, for the for the purpose of maintaining national security, we will just, you know, uh, disown you from your from your bank accounts and from your money. So, you know. You'll go down to the grocery store and you just will switch your cards off. Your cards don't work. It's so, like, you know why? Because we don't know if you're a good guy or not. You've, you've, you've said some things about the government on Twitter or Facebook or what have you, you know. You might be a problematic individual. So unfortunately, we're going to have to freeze you out of your bank accounts. Yes, Lucas R. social credit. We'll just link it directly. If you're a good comrade... Then of course the riches are yours. the The riches are bountiful, and you may pleasure yourself with them as you please. On your way, on your go, on your bike. It's not really even a comrade thing. It's it's the corporation. If you're if you're for the company, then you're on the good side. Right? Sold my soul to the company store. <laughs> so obviously, this is promoting safety. And yeah, when cash dies, so will um, financial, you know, independence. So will financial liberty. And financial liberty is liberty. <laughs> Without it, there is no liberty. If you don't have access to your own money, you're you you know, you're a de facto slave, <laughs> basically. Pretty much how it works. Your master has taken your money away from you, and now you'll do what you're told. So. Yeah. Might not be pretty, but I mean, we, we we still have cash. And look at already, you know, the the kind of swift and decisive way they'll just wield this weapon, just just like that. Look, we we're just coming out here to announce that we're <clears throat> we've just come out here to announce that we're blocking private citizens' access to their own bank accounts. Okay, right for safety. And everyone in the audience, is like, oh, bravo, well done, good move. I feel safer already. Right. It's just so casual. It's just so matter of fact. No, no, we do this. We do this kind of thing all the time. It's totally normal. You're not. You're not upset with this, are you? You're, you're not displaying any anti-government sentiment, are you? <laughs> no, no, no. Of course not. No, I think it's a great idea. Here, shut up and take my money. Good, good, <laughs> good, Anakin. Good.
4: The government is issuing an order. With immediate effect. Immediate effect. Under the Emergencies Act. Good. Authorizing Ugh. Canadian financial institutions to temporarily cease providing financial services.
1: See, we could say block people, you know, block persons access to their own bank account. We could say that, but we know we don't say that. What do we say? Temporarily restrict <laughs> what was it? The Senate the sanitization of speech, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
4: Providing cease providing financial services.
1: Cease providing financial services. <laughs> Not blocking people's ac- blocking access to people's own bank accounts. No, no, that would be too literal. That would be too descriptive. <laughs> no, no, cease providing financial services.
4: Oh, okay. well, that doesn't sound too bad. Where the institution suspects yep. that an account is being used to further. So
1: the banks are now deciding who the criminals are. That's fine. That's- I mean, isn't that worth a discussion? Hang on, so what? Do the banks need to hire, like, private eyes now? <laughs> do the banks have to have investigation teams who are going through, looking through everything, making sure you're not a terrorist? Right? So it's up to the banks to police it. Notice how we continue outsourcing government responsibility to private corporations. Does anyone notice? It's a private company, bro. <clears throat> anyone notice that? Hey, look, the, ba- the banks can block access to your money because it's a private company, bro. Oh, no. I never thought we'd end up here, but yet here we are. <laughs> yet again. Woo-hoo. Look, banks can... Banks, you can s- start your own bank. <laughs> and now a word from Muammar Gaddafi. <laughs> Hi, I got stabbed in the ass with my own bayonet because I started my own bank. <laughs> Like a start your own bank, Yule Brenner experience.
4: Where the institution suspects yep. that an account is being used to further the illegal blockades and occupations. Yep. This order covers both personal Occu- legal <laughs> illegal blockade
1: and occupation. Oh, the occupation of Ottawa.
4: Winning tipped t- $5. Oh, thank you, sir. New rule, okay. The more peaceful you are, the more jail time you will get. Oh, that's, the new normal. That's <laughs> you lucky bastard. Who's that?
2: You what? lucky,
5: lucky bastard. What? Proper little jailist pet, aren't we? What do you mean? You must have slipped him a few shekels, eh? <laughs> slipped him a few shekels? You saw him spit in my face. Oh, what wouldn't I give to be spattered in a face? I oh, sometimes ain't awake at night dreaming of being spat at in a face.
1: Well, it's not exactly friendly, is it? They had me in manacles. For- manacles!
5: My oh, dear heaven is to be allowed to be put in manacles. Just- okay.
1: I probably can't play too much because Team YouTube doesn't appreciate that sort of behavior. <laughs> Team YouTube, as you know, does not appreciate that sort of behavior, Mr. D'Angelo. But thank you very much. Monty Python, of course. Never been a big, got to admit, yeah, I remember the biggest dickest moment. Never been, been a big Monty Python guy. I don't know why. I guess, you know, some things just pass us by and Monty Python was one for me. Never really got into it. I've seen them, you know. I've never kind of been like rolling on the floor laughing at Monty Python. And I know that's heresy to say. You know, I've never, I've never been a fucking, I've never liked The Cure. Every time I say no, The Cure sucks, I'm always get like these shocked faces. Oh, oh. Same thing with Monty. No, nah, I've never been into Monty Python. Everyone's like, oh, what? Really? They take it like a personal insult. It's really weird. <laughs> you, think you see, you see, follow William Chat. Weird. No, it's not weird. It is what it is. <laughs> Let's rate your what you like as comedy and see if, we, if any of those are fucking weird, mate. Come on.
4: And corporate accounts. Yep. Third, we are directing Canadian financial institutions yes. to review their relationships yes. with anyone involved in the illegal blockades yep. and report to the RCMP or CSIS.
1: Okay, we're going. To, so the banks are now looking through the banking details. And passing it on to the police. So they've become basically an investigative arm of the state, then. That's fucking fantastic news out there, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. The banks are now working for the state. Who would have sunk it? Wait, is it still a private company, bro? <laughs> you bet your sweet ass it is. See, we're working for the state. We're working for the state in a contractual voluntary arrangement. Oh, okay, good. Private company, bro. Very libertarian, working for the state with a private contractual arrangement <laughs> to provide information to the law enforcement officials. Nothing to say here. Good job, everyone. I love I love these public-private partnerships when they can be struck, don't you?
4: As of today, yep. a bank or other financial service provider really? will be able to immediately freeze or suspend an mm-hmm. account without a court order nice
1: what I love to think about is somewhere in Canada when this was on television you know an old couple or something watching TV watching the news when this came on you know one of them did turn to the other and say you know what Harold it's about bloody time (laughs) somebody said that Well, that's the best news I've heard all day. It's time to get serious with these domestic terrorists out there. The lynch mobs are just... You know, it's microwave lynch mobs. You you throw the lynch mob into the microwave, hit it for 90 seconds, boom, out it comes. Piping hot. Ready Ready to take down another dissenter. He's a heretic. Got to chase him off the internet immediately. Let's get him out of here.
4: In doing so, they will be protected against civil liability for actions taken in good faith. Ah, good. Federal government institutions will have a new broad authority to share relevant information with banks and other financial service providers to ensure that we... And
1: don't worry, they're coming for the Bitcoin next. That'll be next. Because all they'll have to say in about, you know, maybe six months or a year from now, there'll be another kind of mundane little press conference like this. Not many people will pay attention to it. And they'll announce, look, our pilot program of, you know, getting uh, banking information, you know, of relevant people, et cetera, et cetera, with the Ottawa. It was so successful that we're now expanding it to more online focused platforms where, you know, the digital wallets, we have reports from our agencies that indicates that a lot of this money going to these groups is going through avenues like bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies so i'm afraid we're just going to have to kind of kick the door down and have a little look in there we're going to have to go go through the books and see what you're what you're getting up to in there right. so that'll be next biden administration's just been openly kind of tilling the soil on that one for the last few months yeah we're going to come after the crypto eventually we've got to because they want their cut, they want their slice. Uh, it's only a matter of time. It's it's the banks now. It's the banks and the GoFundmes and the other you know the other kinds of GoFundmes, whatever they are, and the subscribe stars and the Patreons. It's that it's that now, <clears throat> and you know a year or two from now it'll be, you know, your digital wallet. So, because who knows who you can trust out there. Uh, this is old, mate. This is some live footage. I'll put this guy's link in the chat too, by the way. <clears throat> He's been streaming this pretty much all day. Lincoln J, give him a follow for the for the work. <laughs> so this this was earlier in the day, obviously.
2: Yeah. You gotta go. I'm everything. I'm telling you everything. I'm telling you, you Sorry, you got to move. You your, buddies, go. Go your, buddy, your buddies are going to know. You're go. Oh, gotta dear. Wait, wait, hold, 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 hold. Hold the line, guys, yeah, hold the line. What are you doing next, people? Hey, go here, fucking women. Hey, you're, coward. hey, you're fucking, no. hey, you fucking oh, cowards. Oh, Fucking cowards. Oh, dear. Fucking cowards.
1: Oh, dear. Oh, dear. You're a coward. <clears throat> I, I'm very much looking forward to Justin Trudeau. You know, the latest. Because what's he going to say? How is he How is he going to spin? <clears throat> because people like Justin Trudeau and like, they still haven't figured out that stuff like this is way more... People are watching this kind of shit way more than they're watching, uh, you know, his press conferences, for example. You know, the two-minute snippet that they put on the evening news is no one's watching that compared to things like this, right? So I'm always interested to see like is he going to come out and say, "Look, there were there were peaceful negotiations between the truckers and law enforcement, and eventually we convinced them that leaving <laughs> leaving in an orderly fashion was preferable for everyone." <laughs> It'll be something like that. Meanwhile, this footage will be looping in the background of people, you know, kind of getting hogtied and dragged out of there. <laughs> oh, Canada. Okay, a proud day for everyone, folks. We dealt with the problem.
2: Hold the line! Hold the line! Hold the line. Hold the line. Oh, I got a again? Hey, You do actually want to point it out. I thought you were. I got you off the ground. <laughs> you okay?
5: whoa we just got thrown down there guys can someone confirm to me if you can still see my stream yeah. someone confirm to me if we can still see the stream
1: super chat i'm
2: sorry oh
1: There it is, there it is, the anthem. (laughs) (laughs) That guy looks like the fucking Reno 911 character who's always got a bulletproof vest on, doesn't he? (laughs) That's the guy. He's about, you know, five foot six. Next to the huge, like, Yao Ming character next to him. Incredible. But there he is. Reno 911's own. Ah, oh, Twitter video. You really do suck a dick. You really do. You're the worst.
2: We'll see how this uh... how I'm late. Oh, yeah,
6: tactical on the children,
1: eh? The women and children? Is that you, Jim? (laughs) Is that Jim N-word down there? God, that sounded like Jim, didn't it? Did you watch the link I sent you last week? It was like a rave in Ottawa. Let me have a look. Might have, can't remember. Okay.
0: That's
1: what uh, follow books sent last week. <laughs> the honking will continue until freedom improves. Look at that fantastic work. <laughs> It's a different scene now, though, isn't it? They're not so fucking happy out there now, are they? <laughs> Let's have a look what's going on here. Oh, it's already done. Must have ended it. Can we start again? Oh, you shit. Oh, fuck it. Oh. It's turning
5: into a full-scale crackdown. And
1: No, I don't want Kaylee. Thank you very much.
7: So we've been covering this truck strike in Canada all week and at the end of the week there are
1: couple- <laughs> anyone, anyone notice how Tucker's just sliding more and more into like you know cabaret MC <laughs> so we've been watching he's he's a better late night kind of TV host now than Trevor Noah Jimmy Kimmel right he's far he would he would be in his element doing like a David Letterman type show now I think.
7: Of different images that kind of float around your head. Picture the cops stealing the fuel from the freezing truckers. You picture the smiling truckers talking about love and waving Canadian flags totally terrorists, like I call them. But above all, you remember the hysteria yes. of the people in charge as Obviously. they look out on this sea of working class people who are really sick of being pushed around, told what to inject into I the water. I don't
1: files. know. I heard they were Russians. The
7: people in charge are extremely upset about this, hysterical. Really? And it's hilarious. You can just picture our transportation secretary, little Pete Buttigieg, jumping up and down, shaking his little hands, screaming at the truck drivers, get off my bridge, you guys.
1: (laughs) What's he doing out there? (laughs) Little Pete Buttigieg. (laughs) See what I mean? He should be doing, he should be doing a late night talk show. Fantastic work, Doug. Get
7: off right now! <laughs> and it's not just Mayor <laughs> Pete. You remember those angry tweets from that CNN contributor, the lady who suggested we should slash their tires, siphon their diesel fuel, throw them in prison? They're all Torquemada now. They're talking like they're scary, but. KEEP IN MIND, THESE ARE NOT DISPLAYS OF POWER. These, THIS IS NOT HOW CONFIDENT PEOPLE TALK. THESE ARE squeaks OF IMPOTENCE. <laughs> OUR LEADERS ARE FURIOUS AT THE TRUCKERS BECAUSE THEY KNOW THERE'S NOT A LOT THEY CAN DO ABOUT THE TRUCKERS.
1: They- HONK HONK. <laughs> THE HONKING WILL CONTINUE UNTIL FREEDOM IMPROVES. THEY
7: DON'T KNOW ANYTHING ABOUT TRUCKS FOR ONE THING. HOW DO YOU GET A TRUCK OFF A BRIDGE, ESPECIALLY WHEN IT HAS NO FUEL OR TIRES? They have no idea, they just (laughs) order someone to do it. It's kind of like Uber Eats. Some guy trots out and removes the truck. The problem is that the people who drive the trucks don't feel like following orders anymore. They're ignoring Pete Buttigieg. If you actually want to move a big rig, you need tow truck operators. And those tow truck operators know truckers. They know truckers aren't racists, they're not Nazis, no matter how many times Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau claim they are. So, some of them aren't inclined to help. David Allen, for example, is the president of Gary's Towing in Thunder Bay, Ontario. He told Canadian media, quote, we have all the capabilities on our tow trucks to do it, but I don't think anyone would want to.
1: (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? Look, you know, I don't know if any, (laughs) look, I don't like your chances of getting anyone out there. Isn't that just fucking, uh oh. when the universe aligns ladies and gentlemen you get those little moments I and mean, you just love it
7: Another tow truck operator called Randy Wan said that even if tow truck operators wanted to help carry out Pete Buttigieg's orders, it would be very hard, quote, in the end, the trucker's going to say whether you're taking that truck away or not. Now there are technical reasons for this, which apparently don't teach at McKinsey. It turns out that trucks are heavy. They have air brakes and steel belted tires. Some of the truckers remove their tires completely. So what now? Now's when you start to panic, and they definitely are. This afternoon, the prime minister of Canada- <laughs> Crushed Clearly, them. is Fidel Castro's illegitimate son,
1: came out- <laughs> Just straight in there, isn't he, these days?
7: Oh, wonderful. <laughs> from hiding to threaten the protesters
0: directly. Watch this. If you joined the protests because you're tired of COVID, You now need to understand that you're breaking
1: laws. (sighs) The drama teacher strikes again. I think I know what. He may not be capturing many truckers, but he's definitely captured all of our hearts, hasn't he? (laughs) Justin
0: Trudeau. The consequences are becoming more and more severe. Mm. You don't end up losing your license. (laughs)
1: <laughs> or your bank account, as we've discovered tonight. Oh, no. They already lost their bank account, right? Well, if you lose your access to your bank account, you may as well give up your license because what are your truck driving for if you can't get paid for it? So. You may, you may as well park it where it is. <laughs> Set up camp there because you've got no money. What are you going to do? At least you've got a truck. You can sleep in that until they tow it. Maybe if you're nice to the officers, they'll let you sleep in it in the yard where they tow it to, until it is, of course, crushed into a very small cube. Should we go? Tell you what, here's a nice one. Change of pace. Wanted to update you on the latest in the Joe Rogan outrage. It's still bubbling along. Unfortunately for, you know, society, the selfish truck drivers have taken over a lot of the the coverage over the last kind of week or so. So the the Joe Rogan hate campaign is struggling to get a little bit of play out there in the mainstream corporate circles, but I found this fucking gem. Why shrugging off Joe Rogan's use of the n-word is so dangerous, dangerous. But specifically his use of the n-word, which is incredible. Why why not why not isolating and destroying this man for doing this thing which so many other people do. <laughs> why not why not letting him off the hook specifically? It's fucking dangerous. For no one else though, but just for this guy. The podcaster Joe Rogan did not join a mob that forced lawmakers to flee for their lives. He never carried a Confederate flag inside the U.S. Capitol Rotunda. No one died trying to stop him from using the N-word. But what Rogan and those that defend him have done since video clips of him using the N-word surfaced on social media is arguably just as dangerous as what a mob did when they stormed the U.S. Capitol. On January 6th last year Ladies and gentlemen (laughs) Hell yeah Hell yeah (laughs) You know why I like this? Because it's reasonable It's fair It's fact driven And it's the opposite of that crazy Anger mongering conspiracy shit You're used to listening to Out there in your right wing bubbles (laughs) But what Rogan and those defend him have done since video clips of him using the N-word surfaced on social media is arguably just as dangerous as what a mob did when they stormed the US Capitol on January 6th last year. Joe Rogan saying the N-word is just as bad as the insurrection. So remember, if you're playing along at home, the insurrection was just as bad as 9-11, okay? And Pearl Harbor, mind you. The worst thing since both. And now, Joe Rogan saying the N-word is equivalent to the insurrection. So if you've got it lined up properly on your graph, you should have a straight line between 9-11, January 6, and Joe Rogan saying the (laughs) N-word. Those three things are in a timeline. Yes, Joe Rogan saying the N-word is just as bad as 9-11. De facto. (laughs) I mean, we've got to take this seriously. And what better way to take it seriously than to compare it to the thing that we compared to 9-11. Rogan breached a civic norm that has held America together since World War II. (laughs) Listen to this. (laughs) I think he means it. It's an unspoken agreement that we could never, we would never return to the kind of country we used to be. That agreement. Agreement Revolved around this simple rule Quote A white person would never be able To publicly use the n-word again And not pay a price Where was that agreement written? <laughs> I'm not saying I don't believe you But I'm just saying I kind of want to see it for myself so since World War II, there's been a rule. I didn't know there was this rule. Apparently, there's been a rule. On what authority, we are yet to determine. But apparently, it's been there nonetheless. I guess just kind of baked in. Baked into society. Rogan breached a civic norm that has held America together since World War II. <laughs> like, Rogan is responsible for the balkanization of the United States are down racial lines now. the... <laughs> Rogan is responsible for the new apartheid. Let me have you know, because not since World War II has there been such a, a such an aggressive breach of civic norms. R- Rogan preached a civic norm that has held America together since World War II. It's an unspoken agreement that we would never return to the kind of country we used to be. What did you used to be, America? Were you naughty back in the day? Did you do some naughty things out there? Would surprise me. America, have you been? Have you been mean to people? (laughs) You're letting you're letting you're letting Daddy England down, and your cousin Australia is very disappointed. One more time. We'll get through it. Rogan breached a civic norm that has held America together since World War II. It's an unspoken agreement that we would never return to the kind of country we used to be. That agreement revolved around this simple rule, quote, a white person would never be able to publicly use the N-word again and not pay a price. That was the civic rule after World War II. Okay? Fucking, you know, hey, what can I say? News to me. <laughs> I didn't even know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Frozen days. Frozen on the chat. So wait, the man who has a star in the sitcom news radio, Joe's Rogan, caused an event like the genocide in Rwanda. Now you're getting it.
2: <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: <laughs> the guy who ran Fear Factor is now responsible for ethnic cleansing in Chechnya. <laughs> you see how it works? It's a, just a straight line between all of these world events. is like January 6th, and Joe Rogan saying the N-word is like January 6th. Therefore, Joe Rogan is just as bad as 9-11. Welcome to Modern History 101. How we took down the tyrant, Joe Rogan. Rogan so far has paid no steep professional price for using a racial slur that's been called the nuclear bomb of racial epithets. He dropped a nuclear bomb. Saying nigger. It blew up the it blew up the world. It fractured the United States. <laughs> it may even boost his career. It may even boost his career. That's why he's saying the N-word. Over and over again. It's to boost his career. Clearly. <laughs> That's what some say happened to another. See how the media is just gossip shit. It's just, it's your Jeff Goldblum in the Jurassic Park movie walking up. That is one big pile of shit. That is the media. It is that pile of shit in Jurassic Park. And, you know, your friend starts reaching into the shit with a big glove up their arm. Uh, What are you looking for? A credible source. Get out of there. It's nothing. It's just a pile of shit. Rogan so far has paid no steep professional price for using a racial slur that's been called the nuclear bomb of racial epithets. It may even boost his career. That's what some say happened to another white entertainer who was recently caught using the word... Caught using the word. <laughs> it's a sign of how desensitized we have become to the rising levels of violence, rhetorical and physical in our country, that Rogan's slurs were largely treated as the latest racial outrage of the week. Yes, but you wanted to take it into a second week, didn't you? Look at this? That's exactly what it is, my friend. Little do you know, but we are now farming your your outrage for our own you know purposes. We're We're not even offended by the word. <laughs> you are, though. And your outrage is what gives us, you know, encouragement to continue doing this every day. So Thank you. Thank you so much. You're so inspiring. Ladies and gentlemen, the inspirational news tellers at CNN. Where would we be without them? It's a sign of how desensitized we have become to the rising levels of violence, rhetorical and physical in our country, that Rogan's slurs were largely treated as the latest racial outrage of the week. But once we allow a white public figure to repeatedly use the foulest racial epithet in the English language without experiencing any form of punishment, we become a different country. That's right. That's right. Hey, if you don't want to throw a guy in jail for saying a word you don't like, it's because you hate America. (laughs) See see how these fascists are hiding behind ideas like freedom? Oh, you think freedom of speech? Pfft, <laughs> Nazi. That paragraph again. Once we allow a white public figure to repeatedly use the foulest racial epithet in the English language, without experiencing any form of punishment, we become a different country. That's right. Punish people for saying things that we don't like or you hate America. (laughs) Bravo. Bravo. I never would have thought they'd have the balls to pull something like that off, but here we go. Hey, hey, we want to throw Joe Rogan in prison. We want to punish him for saying this word. We want to punish him. It's because we're the Patriots. It's because we believe in what America is. (laughs) We don't want to become a different country. Wow. The traditionalists reject modernity. (laughs) Embrace tradition. We accept the mainstreaming of a form of political violence that's as dangerous as the January 6th attack. Yes, Joe Rogan saying the N-word is, quote, mainstreaming political violence that is just as dangerous as January 6th. CNN, ladies and gentlemen. Real news. Rogan
5: is dismissing the Fuhrer over his past use of a racial slur and he's playing the victim
1: card. He's playing the victim
6: card. (laughs) In a lot of ways, like, all this is a relief.
1: He's playing the victim card because people are comparing him saying the N-word to (laughs) 9-11 and January 6th. He's playing the victim card.
6: (laughs) Because it's like, just, because that video had always been out there. Right. It's like, this is a political hit job. And so they're taking all this stuff that I've ever said that's wrong and smooshing it all together. It's good because it makes me address some (laughs) that I really wish wasn't out there.
4: Joining us now, CNN chief media correspondent Brian Stelter, who...
1: Now it is worth noting that this clip on CNN's webpage, ladies and gentlemen, it's only 93 seconds long and Brian has just appeared now 34 seconds in and I've been working this theory for some time and I think this is yet another example. I don't think this host, this female host, I don't think that she's on board with this whole hate Rogan thing and I think that she really dislikes Brian Stelter. I've been monitoring this the way these two interact with each other for some time now. And I'm, I'm quite confident in saying she does not like him at all. There was... We played a clip of him and her talking about Joe Rogan, right? Remember when he said, we have desks, right? Oh, people, you know, Joe Rogan's not real news because he doesn't have a desk like we do. Look at... I just noticed too. Look at Brian. His feet aren't touching the floor. <laughs> look at that.
2: <laughs> he's, he's,
1: Little Brian's legs don't go all the way to the ground, it's a high chair. <laughs> Look at his dangly little legs there.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it looks like it looks like the little widget legs hanging off the chair. <laughs>
2: Oh, mate. The Weekly (laughs) Stopper.
1: So it's a 93-second clip. He comes on 34 seconds in. They're giving him less than a minute. (laughs) And in the We've Got Desks clip a couple of weeks ago, When he was saying, you know, it's not real and people are idiots for listening to it, basically, you could physically see she was kind of rolling her eyes. She didn't agree with a word that he said. Oh, no, she kind of went, yeah, that's right, or something like that, but kind of dismissed it. And then she's like, well, obviously, this conversation isn't going to be fixed by, you know, one Joe Rogan video or something like that, something very dismissive because he based his whole kind of, you know, spinning wheels argument on the video. And here we go again. I don't think she
0: likes him very much. Let's see. Let's find out.
4: Stelter, who, of course, is also the host of Reliable Sources. What do you think of, of his going on the offense?
0: Well, almost everything these days is political. So, yes, there's a liberal group with ties to a Democratic super PAC that mm-hmm. did help make this video of Rogan go viral last week.
1: Why don't you say their name, Brian? <laughs> why, why don't you name them, Brian? Aren't you the media analyst, Brian? So if there's an organization doing stuff... Wouldn't you have to be on top of that? Why wouldn't you name it?
0: But the video is of Rogan. He's not claiming it was doctored. He really did use the N word, not once or twice, but many times in the past.
1: It does it, Brian, does it upset you? Does it upset you to Does it upset you to know that that word is out there, recorded somewhere in the world? Does that make you sad? Does it? The cod, what, what's with the coddling? What is with the fucking coddling? Why do they think they are society's mummy? They need to protect you from stuff. No, I. This isn't some political hit job, like Rogan said. That's ridiculous. No, no, we're trying to protect people from the scary words. We're trying to cover their ears during the scary parts of the movie. Cover their eyes. So they won't have little nightmares when they go to bed. Little nightmares of evil Joe Rogan saying the N-word. <laughs> right? Well, we've got to put more guardrails on the conversations, really.
0: So he can look at the, the roots of this and say, well, they're trying to make noise about me because they don't like me politically. They're trying to take me out. But he also has to own the words he used. And to his credit, he does... Um, uh, he seems genuine about his apology. I don't I don't have any reason to doubt that. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, I think he should recognize he's operating in an environment where he thinks there are no rules, no standards, nothing. But he's working oh. for a giant company, Spotify, where... Oh,
1: he's working for Spotify now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See? See?
1: He thinks... You know what that you know what that is? That's their escape hatch. That's their escape hatch. They've just given you they've given you the ultimatum in not as many words. They're basically saying, "Look, Joe, start playing ball, right? Start doing a little more of what we want and a little less of what you want, and we'll let you kind of keep your keep your deal and everything, but hey, you've got to go along with the big corporation rules, mate." That's what he's saying. I don't know any other way to boil it down for you. He's got to understand in this environment he works for a big corporation. Oh, okay, so the corporations are running the show then. Good. Good. Thanks, thanks for straightening that, that out, Brian. Isn't it wonderful? Yes, the big corporation. They're calling the shots. They're the ones deciding what you're allowed to hear. <laughs> They're the ones protecting you from the bad, scary parts of the movie. And God bless them for being there. Because where would we be without them? Those brave souls, the brave men and women who, who know so much better than us what's offensive and what isn't.
0: But the video is of Rogan. He's not claiming it was doctored. No. He really did use the N-word, not once or twice, but many times in the past. So he can look at the, the roots of this and say, well, they're trying to make noise about me because they don't like me politically. They're trying to take me out. But he also has to own the words he used, and to his credit, he does. Um, uh, he seems genuine about his apology. I don't. Yeah. I don't have any reason to doubt that. You're a real C. Uh, I, mean, I think he should recognize he's operating in an environment where are he you? thinks there are no rules, no standards, yeah. nothing. Yeah. But he's working for a giant company, Spotify, where there's incredible pressure on Spotify right now. Mm-hmm. Not from liberal critics, not from politicians. But-
1: no, from you, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, if he tries to make out that the Get Joe Rogan off Spotify campaign is some kind of grassroots movement. I swear to God, Brian, do not make me do it, Brian. Do not make me do it, Brian. (laughs) Don't you, don't you dare try to make out. Like this is some grassroots movement after what was his name again? (laughs) The fucking the country music guy. What was his name? Oh, why do I keep forgetting his name? Neil Young, of course. I have to think of the Leonard Skinner. Fucking. I hope you like this, Neil. I have to think of the words to the Leonard Skinner song to remember your name. (laughs) I have to sit in my head. I hope Neil Young will remember. I'm like, ah, that guy. Yeah, that fucking guy. (laughs) Neil Young. So, yes, this grassroots campaign of Neil Young and Mary Trump taking their content off Spotify. <laughs> Come on, Brian, don't you dare try to say that this is grassroots.
0: Liberal group it ties to a Democratic super PAC yep. that did help make this video of Rogan go viral. We
1: won't mention them. <laughs> last
0: week. But the video is of Rogan. He's not claiming it was doctored. He really did use the N-word, not mm-hmm. once or twice, but many times in the past. So he can look at the, the roots of this and say, well, they're trying to make noise about me because they don't like me politically. They're trying to take me out. But he also has to own the words he used. And to his credit, he does. Um, uh, he seems genuine about his apology. I don't I don't have any reason to doubt that. Uh, I, mean, I think he should recognize he's operating in an environment where he thinks there are no rules, no standards, nothing. But he's working for a giant company, Spotify, where there's incredible pressure on Spotify right now. Not from liberal critics, not from politicians, but from its own employees. Uh...
1: The employees. Okay. That's
0: the interesting part of the story to me. The employees are in revolt against Rogan, and we will find out if any subscribers are cancelling as a result. So I would say this story is not over, not by a long shot.
1: It's not over. They'll keep breathing life into it. Because remember what we said, you know, last couple of shows. Then They don't stop, ladies. They're never going to stop. They've invested too much in the takedown of Rogan now to ever stop. It's never going to stop. They won't stop until he's entirely shredded... Off the internet forever. You know, he might be on like a reduced influence or something like that. They'll take him off one platform, he'll go to another, but they'll just, they'll never stop. They'll just keep chipping away, chipping away, chipping away, chipping away. Even, you know, to the point of making sure you can't even take your own money out of the bank, just to make sure that you're out of the picture for good. And they won't stop until they get you, because that's how they roll. Let's have a look at this one. You might find interest in this because I know you're with me and you believe in safety and all the other stuff. (laughs) Vaccine refusal is child abuse. About time. The GOP espouses, quote, family values, but the anti-vaccine campaign is hurting kids and tearing families apart. Republican media and politicians adopted an anti-vaccine message for one obvious purpose, to sabotage Joe Biden's presidency. (laughs) (laughs) that's right the anti-vax messaging is all about stopping Joe Biden they don't really believe in any of it (laughs) they don't really believe in freedom this is a Russian this is a Russian funded anti-Joe Biden campaign by prolonging oh sorry it gets even better holy shit pardon I I deeply apologise I should have finished that sentence because it gets so much better in the second half of that sentence listen to this Republican media and politicians adopted an anti-vaccine message for one obvious purpose, to sabotage Joe Biden's presidency by prolonging the pandemic. (laughs) Yes! You heard it here first. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. The Republicans are trying to sabotage Joe Biden's presidency by prolonging the pandemic that they believe doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) By prolonging the thing they also simultaneously are denying, apparently. How did you get here? How did you get to this one, mate? How, how many kind of wailing trees did you have to hack down with a machete to get through this jungle and arrive at this point? Republican media and politicians adopted an anti-vaccine message for one obvious purpose, quote, to sabotage Joe Biden's presidency by prolonging the pandemic. So that's <laughs> those crafty Republicans. That's their scheme. They're scheming out there, constantly scheming. And their scheme now is they're going to prolong the pandemic. This is why they're anti-mask. It's the long play. It's because they're trying to make the pandemic last two more years. The pandemic that they protest against. (laughs) No, no, man. Don't you see? They're protesting against the pandemic so they can spread the virus to keep the lockdowns going longer. Because they hate Joe Biden. (laughs) Oh, The Hawking will continue until freedom improves. In this, they've been wildly successful, the article continues. Despite the dramatic decline in cases in recent weeks, as the Omicron wave burns itself out, there are still over 2,000 deaths a day from COVID-19, the vast majority the result of vaccine refusal, ladies and gentlemen. The vast majority. The, The vast majority of deaths, according to this article... Tell you what, I better not get hit for misinformation for reading this article. Because this is obviously true. They they hate Republicans. They must be telling the truth. Quote, 2,000 deaths a day from COVID-19, the vast majority the result of vaccine refusal. So the majority of 2,000 deaths died. <laughs> cause of death, vaccine refusal. <laughs> oh, If only you had the vaccine, you would have been safe. But the guy in the bed next to me had the vaccine. (laughs) Cause of... So if you had the vaccine and you die, the cause of death is COVID. If you didn't have the vaccine and you die, the cause of death is vaccine (laughs) refusal. (laughs) I'm not making these rules. This is just what's being described to us here in these articles. And we're doing our best to keep keep up. Please don't ban me, I'm a dumb boy. I don't know the difference. I'm trusting the people who trust the science. So this one ain't on me, I'm afraid. There are still over 2,000 deaths a day from COVID-19, the vast majority the result of vaccine refusal. The public's grief and weariness has definitely helped drive down Biden's approval ratings, but at immense cost to Republican voters, despite blue areas being denser than red, the death rate in Donald Trump voting county soared above Biden voting counties in a way that can only be described as exponential. It can be hard to care, however, If a bunch of right-wingers want to die for the Let's Go Brandon cause at the behest of sadistic and vaccinated Fox News hosts. (laughs) Sadistic and vaccinated is fantastic. I'm going to have to turn that... You know what? We're going to have to turn that into a bumper sticker or something, or a T-shirt, a coffee mug. Sadistic and vaccinated. There you go proudly strut that shit around in your office building, ladies and gentlemen. It can be hard to care, however, if a bunch of right-wingers want to die for the Let's Go Brandon cause at the behest of sadistic and vaccinated Fox News hosts. At a certain point, the attitude of much of Blue America is have at it. And maybe, as Trump seems to fear, killing thousands of their own a week will backfire by reducing their voter margins in some tight races this is not the onion this is salon one of our favorite publications here on the show and has been for many years there you go let me share that wonderful love for you in the chat vaccine refusal is child abuse listen to this anti-vaccination ideology is a form of child abuse anti-vaccination ideology is a form of child abuse. Children may be relatively safe from severe illness or death, but what they are not safe from is having parents who care more about pleasing their Fox News masters than protecting their families. sadistic and vaccinated. Fox News masters. Unlike case rates and death rates, the amount of emotional pain that right-wingers are inflicting on children in their anti-vaccination mania may be immeasurable. These are quotes I'm giving you here. Direct quotes. (laughs) Okay? Just so you know. Direct quotes. Isn't it? I told you it was a fucking good one, mate. (laughs) Take a gander at some of the hair-curling stories that have come out recently showing how much damage anti-vaxxers are doing to the mental and emotional health of their children. I remember last week, yes, yeah, speaking of speaking of anti-vax parents, you know, causing harm to their children, remember the story last week of the hospital locking the, you know, the unvaccinated parents out of the hospital where their children were being treated? And you had the television hosts talking about what a wonderful idea it was. Because, hey, maybe if we dangle their sick kids in front of them, maybe that'll be enough to get them to change their mind. Openly talking in that kind of candor. Remember that? How good How good was that? And then you, you come over, you, you kind of stretch your legs and stroll over to the other side of the argument on the internet. And you're like, I'm going to poke around and see what you guys are talking about over here. And you come across... Unlike case rates and death rates, the amount of emotional pain that right-wingers are inflicting on children in their anti-vaccination mania may be immeasurable. Take a gander at some of the hair-curling stories that have come out recently showing how much damage anti-vaxxers are doing to the mental and emotional health of their children. Fucking fantastic. Of course, the Canadian trucker blockade... the, The truckers get a mention, ladies and gentlemen. 18 wheels of terror. Of course... The Canadian trucker blockade has their own hair-curling story of cruelty to children. One of the far-right truckers that Fortune spoke to was Jake Klassen, 39, whose daughter is receiving palliative care at a centre in Winnipeg. Klassen and his wife have abandoned their nine-year-old because, according to them, the care residence has a vaccine mandate and these two would rather be unvaccinated than visit their sick daughter. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, I swear to God I did not know that that was <laughs> that was coming up. I mean, again, you've got it you sometimes you've just got to tip your hat. How fucking ballsy are these people? How ballsy are they? Honestly, we were just talking about it. So we did the story where the parents, the unvaccinated parents are locked out of the hospital with the, where the sick children are. As you know, as a means to encourage them to get vaccinated. <laughs> and then it's like it's doubled, it doubles always doubling down. Always doubling down. So now we can call it child abuse that the parents aren't vaccinated. And therefore, because we're banning them from their children, right? They're the ones committing the child abuse. <laughs> because we're banning them because they won't take what we need them to take. Isn't it great? The ball-exactly the balls. The balls
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> They would rather they would rather be unvaccinated than visit their sick daughter. The Washington Post printed a story on Monday about Chris and Diana Crouch, a Republican couple in Kingwood, Texas, whose family was devastated by vaccine refusal. <laughs> vaccine refusal. By Chris's own admission, he and his wife refused vaccines because of quote politics. The result was the pregnant Diana, already the mother of two and stepmother to two more, nearly died. Thankfully, both Diana and her prematurely born son lived. So you're you're blaming the refusal of vaccine is now the cause of premature birth, ladies and gentlemen. Unacceptable views. Completely unacceptable. Hello.
2: Let's check in.
6: Oh, jeez. Oh, no, no, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course, yeah. Uh, And if you keep that on YouTube, it will get plucked as well. Yeah, of course. If you actually have that... They're
1: too fucking... The Canadians are too polite. There's not going to be a happening.
6: They're
1: going to go up and say, you want to go on a mandate? And that's going to be it. (laughs) That
6: will go down because you can't... YouTube's in uh, terms and conditions. Uh, Who knows? You never know what's going to happen with that, but it probably would be gone if that was the case, right?
2: Okay.
1: There you go. Fantastic stuff. Oh, he left. Oh. All right. Uh, Got a couple more items here, and then, you know what? Maybe we'll get out of here for the day. Who knows? This one was sent through by Ambelina. Thank you for this. Fantastic little article here. NHS recruits sheep to calm 12-year-olds getting COVID jabs, ladies and gentlemen. So now we're bringing sheep into the into the equation. A petting zoo full of sheep, a petting zoo full of sheep, and a skate park are just some of the things the NHS has lined up to get children vaccinated. Shetland's sheep, called lashes, cumin, coriander, clove, and cardamom, greeted youngsters going for their COVID jabs. Isn't it adorable? at Nescott College in Epsom this weekend. Sama Ali, 14, from Tadworth, Surrey, is scared of needles but wanted to get jabbed to protect her 75-year-old grandmother. The teen said the sheep had a calming effect and it was fun to, quote, stroke the animals. Her mother, Farina Ahmed, said, I'm so proud of her. The sheep were a nice surprise, especially as she was nervous. So we're setting up the lovely little petting zoo there. For the sheep. <laughs> so the kids can get vaccinated. Fantastic. Now, this is actually genuine fucking good news. Okay. Uh, we covered this story, I don't know, a few episodes ago. The great trans athlete, Leah Thomas. And again, yes, we want trans women dominating all women's sports here on this program because that's how much we believe in equality. I think we should remove the women from the women's changing room to make it more inclusive for trans athletes. And I want to see every female sporting record broken by a trans athlete in five years from now. Because that's how much I care. That's how much I'm on board with equality. That's how much I want this to happen. And wouldn't you know it, the gods have aligned. And, you know, our hero here in this tale just smashed another record. Let's have a look at this. This is what we like to see. Thomas
3: heads in for the final turn. It's going to be a race for second place. It might be pen going one-2 with Baroker making the turn currently in second place and over the last half of the pool nobody will touch Leah Thomas
1: about 10 seconds in front of second place <laughs> Americans with their crazy measurements 500 yards so I'm, is that is that a is that 200 meters I don't know 400 meters it's a 25 meter pool as well so they're not swimming in the 50 meter which is awkward, but there you have it. You know, a good kind of 10 seconds ahead of the next competitor. And I want to see more, you know, brave women smashing the other women's records by ridiculous margins. So that record will be forever in the history books until the next trans athlete comes along and smashes it. And, you know, we can just slowly erase all women out of the history books altogether. You know why? Because it's not inclusive enough right now. Women's sports been very exclusive for the longest time. Ever since it was invented, it's pretty much just been for cisgendered females, and that's got to change. I'm afraid that absolutely has to change. And look, the guys, the guys are happy to accept that too. You know, the cisgendered males are happy to compete against the, you know, the individuals who were born female and now identify as male. That's fine for them. They'll do it. Yep. Cool. No worries. Should be fine. So yeah, we I guess we just believe in equality more than you do, ain't that a, ain't that the darndest thing? Huh?
3: It's gonna be a race for second place. It might be Penn going one-two with Baroker making the turn currently in second place, and over the last half of the pool, nobody will touch Leah Thomas, who will finish at 4-37-32. Leah Thomas, Ivy League champion
7: in the 500 free, second place to Catherine.
1: champion Leah Thomas fuck yeah women's sport it's it's amazing right now women's sport is so good (laughs) Uh, what have we got here okay let's have a look at this one Uh, are you at all afraid are you at all worried about democracy dying are you up late at night thinking about the death of democracy i know i am luckily for us our friends in the corporate press have put together this healthy little healthy little explainer it's entitled american democracy is under attack again here's how we can fix it so i guess it's like a diy video a diy fix it yourself democracy you know learner video should be good all right let's have a look
5: Hey all, I'm John Avalon, and this is Reality Check. Reality Check. (laughs) The United States is the world's longest-lasting large democracy. Is it? But throughout our history, the right to vote has often been the fight to vote. From initial voting rights...
1: Remember when it was just landowners? Those were the days, huh?
5: (laughs) Given to landowning white men...
1: Amber in chat. Hi, Boogie. Hello, everyone. Sorry, I'm late. Not good enough, I'm afraid. Oh, good luck. Gonna have to kick Emberlena out Permanently Bye bye Gonna have to ban her For life now <laughs> <laughs> if, if you do show up Late to this show I don't expect you To be here at all <laughs> <laughs> And the replay Is your friend
5: And alone We've evolved Ever closer To forming A more perfect union, consistent Uh, with the Declaration. Evolution, it's been a fitful process, and some of the gains we've made have faced powerful forces of backlash. Okay. Some of those painful lessons have real resonance for us today. In particular, the rollback of voting rights during Reconstruction, through a combination of voter intimidation, Mm -hmm. violence, Mm -hmm. terrorism, corrupt Mm -hmm. local administration, and judicial decisions that disenfranchised millions. IS NOW URGENT, IF STILL LARGELY FORGOTTEN Hmm. HISTORY. REALLY? TO USE JUST ONE EXAMPLE, IN 1901, THERE WERE MORE THAN 180,000 BLACK MEN ELIGIBLE TO VOTE IN ALABAMA. OKAY. TWO YEARS LATER, THERE WERE LESS THAN 3,000.
1: OKAY. THAT WAS 1901. (laughs) Now, let's talk about some other things that you could do in 1901. <laughs> it was a different time, my friend. So, Joe Rogan is as bad as 9-11 and current voting laws like voter ID is worse than 1901. I'm guessing that's what we're going for here.
5: This wipeout was reflected in elected offices as well. Yep. At the height of Reconstruction, there were some 1,500 black elected officials throughout the nation. Yep. By 1902, there was not a single African-American left serving in Congress. Okay. Now, these voter suppression and election subversion schemes continue schemes. through the Civil Rights Movement 100 years after the Civil War.
1: Okay.
5: And while claims of Jim Crow 2.0 may go too far, a deep dive into today's headline.
2: Shows we are
1: <laughs> Amber Lina with the diamond, late fee, late fee. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, I accept your late fee.
5: Thank you. New attempts to make voting harder in an attempt to subvert majoritarian multiracial
1: Majoritarian?
5: ...democracy by any means necessary by partisan forces that want to hold on to power Uh, by resisting demographic change.
1: Ah, but there is no demographic change. What are you talking about? You know, it's a right-wing conspiracy theory when people talk about changing demographics as a result of mass migration. That's right-wing talk. White supremacists talk about that shit, bro. Don't be a white supremacist. You know, it's not happening, man. It's not real. Stop reading those right-wing conspiracy blogs, okay? Sounding a little like Alex Jones over there, bro. Oh, careful. In the very next breath, you know, the real problem is they're not celebrating the diversity enough. They're not celebrating the demographic change. But wait, hang on a minute. (laughs) I thought it was a conspiracy theory. No, it is. Because it's real. What? Yeah, conspiracy theories aren't real. Hello? That's why they're conspiracy theorists?
5: (laughs) It's an old story, made new again. And the history of the fight to vote contains urgent lessons that we need to apply to our own time. Joining me now to discuss this is Michael Waldman, director of the Brennan Center, and the author of a new updated edition of his indispensable book, The Fight to... I,
1: I can't, this is bad. This is really boring. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing it. Tell you what, uh, Jim sent this through. Let's check it out. The latest cart narcs, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't done the narcs for a while. Let's see what's going on over it.
3: Oh, look at that. Half curving. That's not where the cart is, Well, you should because they
2: walk. What
3: does the sign say at the cart return? Please return carts here. Yeah,
2: and the carts right there. But so
3: that doesn't
1: uh, say return okay. carts so here. You're getting a- This is the guy who's apparently a streamer as well, right? And the Narcs were being accused of staging this because this guy's a streamer. But apparently Agent Sebastian, his word is that he had heard rumours that this guy who live streams himself shopping apparently leaves his carts out, doesn't return his carts. So he went to investigate. (laughs) He went to investigate and he found this guy, this streamer, apparently. Let's have a look.
0: Shut your mouth,
1: punk. Shut your mouth, punk. So aggressive straight from the outset, aren't they? Please return carts
3: here. Yeah. And the cart's right there. So that doesn't say please return cards there. You're getting a put magnet to shame, sir.
1: Oh the the, <laughs> the Okay, the magnets are getting a little bigger, are not they? <laughs> when did this happen? <laughs> when did we start putting flags on the cars there? Okay. Come on. <laughs> did you see how big the magnets were? It was the size of a fucking pizza box. <laughs> That sticky little flag. I I left my. I didn't return my shopping cart like a jerk. I think it says on the flag. They have definitely upped their game. Oh, wonderful stuff.
3: Now, sir. Here, Ooh, I will as soon as you return is, your cart. This is rage. Would you like a magnet instead? <laughs>
1: I, I do like a moment of pure white hot rage, right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: sir. would you like a magnet instead?
2: Because
1: <laughs> when people are so close to the edge so quickly, you don't have to do that much. You know? You don't have to start yelling and, oh, fuck you, motherfucker. You don't have to do that to them. It's in the fact that you're not angry makes them worse, you know? It's just a little comment. Would you like a bumper sticker instead, sir? Bumper magnet? I'll fucking kill you! They get so angry, the veins start bulging in the neck. You know. <laughs> but
3: that doesn't say please return cards, there. You're getting a me, in the shame, me.
1: sir. It's got a little suction cap too, like you lock it down on the. <laughs> so it's not going to come off easy. It'll be there the whole ride home. Now, sir. It's got, it's got a little, like, lock-action lever to make it really kind of onto the hood.
3: <laughs> please return carts here. Yeah, and the cart's right there. But that doesn't say please return carts there. You're getting a hood magnet to shame, sir. Listen to
1: it. Listen. <laughs>
3: now, Get sir...
2: The fuck out of here, motherfucker! I will. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Would you like a magnet instead? Now, sir...
2: They... Get your fucking shit! off my fucking car
3: as soon as you take your car get the
2: fuck out of here motherfucker
5: Why you...
1: now did you notice that our friend here I'm not going to pretend to know what make of car it is it kind of looks like is it a Ford
2: something?
1: no it's a Toyota it looks like a Toyota I don't know if you'd call it the same it looks like a Corolla I don't know if you have Toyota Corollas or you call them something else over there. But that's it looks like a shitty, cheap Toyota, right? Now, if you look very carefully, he's got the club lock on the steering wheel. <laughs> it is a Corolla. That's what I thought. But he's put the... Remember the old club locks that you would... You know, the thing that you... In the steering wheel. You probably haven't seen... If you're younger than 20, you've probably never fucking seen one. But they were all the rage back in the day. That was, you know, that was car security back in the day. Was the club lock? So you get it, and it goes inside the steering wheel, and you can't turn it because it hits the windshield, right? He's he's got a club lock on his fucking little Corolla there. (laughs) Uh, Look, directly parked, directly across from him is like a sixty thousand dollar Audi fucking sports (laughs) RUV. Got to protect the Corolla.
3: <laughs> what does the sign say Had the cart return please return carts here yeah and the carts right there and, and the carts right there. Carts there you're getting to put magnet to shame sir
0: love the flag
3: now sir get the
2: fuck out of
3: here, i will as soon as you return your cart would you like a magnet instead <laughs> now sir
2: they, get your fucking shit off my fucking car! As soon as you take your car
3: Get the
5: fuck out of here, motherfucker! Why are you put why are you, you take- Get the fuck out of here and beat your
1: fucking ass! Sir <laughs> 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 Pure, pure and instant rage. Just add cart mark. <laughs> He becomes into a nuclear, he turns into a nuclear fucking weapon in, in a matter of seconds. He will murder this man <laughs> <laughs> at, at this very moment, given the opportunity.
3: I don't know you all, look at yourself. Who's Perry Carabelle alive? Look, sir. Nice sir, let me give you
1: two. And he gets right up alongside
3: <laughs> <laughs> Sir, hello, sir. Excuse me, sir. Because you're being such an angry bones.
1: Angry
2: Bones
1: (laughs) (laughs) I hate to be a You know what it is It's the fucking He's got a Ned Flanders vibe I just figured it out The reason Agent Sebastian works Is because he's like Ned Flanders Well excuse me sir I didn't want to be A suspicious Aloysius over here But it looks like You're a little bit Of a lazy bones We've got a great song To help you to remember To take your cart back (laughs) I am a good man Yes I am I take my cart back as fast as I can. Whoa! <laughs> oh, hey ho there, neighborino! Seems you're leaving your Cardi Card out. <laughs> Just walking over there. Here's a bumper sticker for the lazybones. Why are you being so aggressive, sir? It's Flanders. He's doing Ned Flanders. Where'd that flag go? You know what he's getting? This guy's so
3: angry. He's getting. He's getting so angry. Double magnets. Double magnets. And the flag. Watch out behind you, sir. What a jerk face. Please be careful. Don't be a... I can't hear you.
1: Oh, God. He's in. Sir. He's parking there now. (laughs) Oh, always worse.
3: Oh, this is falling off.
2: Get it the fuck off my fucking
3: car! As soon as you put your car back, sir. Now, now sir. Now, sir, they pay employees. I'm giving you another That's one. What I'm
2: going to kick your fucking ass?
3: No, through. you aren't. How old are you, sir? I'll
2: beat your fucking ass, sir. <laughs> I'll beat your fucking ass.
3: They pay employees to do all sorts of things. Do you go to the bathroom? Do you lock your keys in your car? Let me get you another one right there. Uh, do you go to the bathroom? Do you gonna, like, jerk off a guy in the bathroom? Do you. just going to keep. in the sink and toilet? Or do you wait for the
1: <laughs> They just never figure out that he's just going to keep throwing them off. That's the, <laughs> He's got like a pile of 20 So they will Because they're so fucking mad <laughs> they, they, they know that he's just going to keep They can't help themselves One goes on They get out of the car They throw it away They get back in the car He throws another one on And they, get it, they do this like 3-4 times And still just keep falling for it They stop They pull over As soon as you pull over to take it off He's going to get you again That's the game Right? you just got to get out of there. you got to leave the area. Fucking sort it out later.
3: No, you do it in the sink and toilet because that's where it belongs.
1: Oh, look, now this is a tricky one to get off to. So this is even worse. Do you really want to be filmed there having the magnet defeating you? <laughs> you know? Can you really... <laughs> Do you really want to be there, kind of, you know, being... Wouldn't you rather drive out of the place and take care of this somewhere else? Instead, they're kind of scratching at the magnet. <laughs> <laughs> off. You don't want to be doing that. What the fuck? You know, you know what you want to do? If the guy comes over and sticks the flag on your car, you know, you leave... If you leave the cart there... If you're prepared to leave the cart there, if that's the kind of person you are, I would never be in that situation, obviously. The cart always gets returned. Thank you very much. But if you were a jerk and you wanted to leave the car there, the way to deal with this would be to go, you know, ride on, brother. Like, give him a thumbs up, get in the car, and like, hey, nice flag, man. Thank you so much. And then drive off smiling. See ya. Bip, bip. Have a good day, bro. Enjoy the narciteering. Thank you so much. Really love your stream. (laughs) Hey, this is awesome. I'm going to be on your channel. If say to him something like, "Hey, this is awesome. I'm going to be on your channel," here's and then give him your Twitter page or something. You'll never end up on their channel. <laughs> They're not going to put that. They're not going to promote you. Like, d- god damn it. He knows who we are. There's no point.
3: What did you do to me? I just put a magnet on your car to display what I. What did you do to me? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Get the fuck out
3: of here! A double toss? You're getting more. Get the fuck out of here! Sir, you get the F out of here. There's another one for you. Um, <laughs> Please be careful driving, <laughs> sir. Whoa, okay, okay. Hands off, hands off. He's being ridiculous. Goodness gracious.
1: Goodness gracious. He didn't address
3: any of my points about the sign or the... My. I'm way over here, sir.
1: Now, quick! uh, He's got to go for it. Usually, when we see Agent Sebastian in these moments, when the car—you can see Perry is pulled off down the road there. This is the time you've got to go for it to get that one last magnet on the back, probably. Hopefully. Now, sir. He's running.
3: I'm not going to give you any more magnets because you're driving erratically. And thank you, by the way. Wait, Jake, great job, Christian. Get the fuck out of here! Sir, please.
2: Get the fuck away from me, you son of a bitch!
3: Why are you raising your fists like that?
2: You're a fucking ass!
3: I'm a nice guy who's trying to help you be a nice person. <laughs> are you a bad guy? Are you a bad person? That's what's going on here. <laughs>
1: oh, I love it. <laughs> sweet, sweet predictable. Agent Sebastian, I knew he was, I knew he was gonna do it. I knew what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna do it,
2: sir.
1: Goodness gracious.
3: Well, knock your tears. we just noticed. Goodness gracious, that yeah, guys. Oh, I look at like, Ask him to put his cart back, oh well. I'm glad you can enjoy it. I don't want him best to best, I mean, he's, he was being very weird and erratic, and you know, with kids around, you don't want to do that, so. Thank you for your support, sir. Absolutely. I assume. So, assume it's support. Um, so, yeah, that guy, he didn't want to. And by the way, what do the card returns say? Please return cards here. Thank you. Attention customers, our shopping carts provided for your convenience. We do not restrict our customers taking the cards to the lot. How are we be responsible for damages? Please return your cards to the store. Corrals thank you. So, again, he ignores the polite requests of this establishment as well as my polite requests. And just wants to throw magnets and raise his fist like he's going to hit me. Urr. It's very common. <laughs> you may have noticed, uh, Narcateers, it's a very common Lazy Bones move. Yes, it is. Is they they telegraph their punches from about six blocks away where they... You see, we've seen it multiple times where that fist is... Urr. Of course, they never strike the cardnarks for several reasons. Number one. Definitely not, no. Our great agility and speed skills. Yes. Uh, but number two, we're also very physically... Strong and imposing, so I think they they think twice when they got their fists raised up. uh, Much like Bubbles from Trailer Park
1: Boys. (laughs) Fantastic. All right, one last thing to uh, take us out. Thank you for joining us, everyone. Don't forget to follow our friends. You know who they are. I'll be back next week, probably, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Thanks for sticking around. Thanks for hanging out. A little bit of good news to take you out, prepare you for the weekend.
6: There's no perfect solution to this. They're trying to balance the fact that the world and the United States and particularly certain parts of the United States are just up to here with COVID. They just really need to somehow get their life back. You don't want to be reckless and throw everything aside, but you got to start inching towards that. And you're right. When you do that, you then to veer away from paying attention to something that
1: might be, there's- oh, they cut it off right at the fucking important part. Hey, look, basically, hey, look, if you give people a little bit of their freedom back, then they'll stop paying attention to what we're doing. <laughs> that was, that's what it was getting at. Look, they're just, we've, basically, this was like the flare that was being shot up into the sky. We've pushed these people about as far as we can push them and they've they've had enough and it's not going anything we try now is only going to make it worse they're going to listen to us less so we need to start giving them a little bit back that way they won't be paying attention to the other stuff we're doing. <laughs> Congratulations everybody. Well done. Fantastic work out there. All right. With that, I'm going to get out of here. Thank you to everyone for joining us. Thank you for your contributions tonight, very generous. Till next time, stay calm, stay rational, god bless, see you soon. Bye-bye.